Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Zugrassi, the next generation. Today, we are doing some bonus freaking content. Uh, I'm Kelsey. I'm Holland. And yes, today, because we were, we took a two-week recording hiatus because we went on vacation. um, Let us live our lives. We, all of you guys still kept reaching out to us and all of our grapevine just stacked up that we didn't have enough time to talk about all of it on one on one of our regular episodes because we would have been there for hours and we don't want to bog you guys down with too much content at once so we're just going to split it up for you guess who needs uh one episode turned into a two-hour episode with just mostly us reading people's names out loud (laughs) fucking nobody nobody wants nobody needs that no it Uh, it took me a while to get to there (laughs) it's like this sentence got away from me (laughs) Talk about the thing where the <laughs> then the the <laughs> names. I'm tired. I was woken up early by a dog. Anyway, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, all right. Should we start with Twitter, or should we hop back and forth between Twitter and email? Basically, we're just going through things you guys tweeted at us and things that were emailed to us. Let's go back and forth so that they don't get sick of just me going and this next tweet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so first of all, we got a lot of tweets um, about the Antonio Banderas reference um, because it was a name drop because Lauren Collins had filmed Take the Lead with him around the time of the episode. I completely forgot that that was something that happened, but I feel like I remember that I was aware of that. Still, I've never seen that movie, though. I, I did not know that movie existed, but cool. Into it. Awesome. Um, we got an email from Hannah who reached out to us and she recently went, had a loss, a pet loss. And she said that listening to the podcast helped her out. And it makes me so happy that we could help you through any kind of trying time. So thank you for reaching out to us. We love hearing about that kind of stuff. I mean, we don't love hearing about tragedy, but we love hearing that, you know, maybe we were helpful in some way. I don't know. Yeah. If you need to talk, we're, you can email us. Yeah. We're here. We're we're nice. Um, I can read another one. We have so many emails, too. We dude. have a lot of emails. We have a lot of tweets. Um, uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so we have another thing from Sarah at Sarah Can't Wait. Um, and she says, while I was looking for the Lauren Collins one, I found this fact and thought it was just good writing with the crying laughing emoji. Um, and it says Mike Lobel's IMDb page. Yeah, it's it's a delight. Um, Mike Lobel is the oldest student cast member in the show's history. Mike, uh, no, Mike. <laughs> Lobel was born in 1984, making him older than the second oldest original cast member, Daniel Clark. I think Daniel Clark was born in 1985. <laughs> I think I looked it up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, does that surprise anybody? <laughs> no, because he's 30. Um, um Although now I guess he's 33. Uh, but my favorite part of this, besides the fact that, like, duh, he's the oldest. Four of five found this interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, all right. And we have an email from Carly. The subject line is, I'll keep this brief. And it, it's her response to the If You Leave episode, because I believe there was some cheerleading in this episode. 
Um, so she says, one, the cheer routine had no rhyme or reason to it. It was just bad. So, so bad. Two, and the music choice? What the fuck? Three, those uniforms are not flattering. A shell, proper term for the top, does not go with spandex shorts, ever. Four, for the most part, mascots aren't involved in high school cheer competitions unless it's a specific division. However, they are involved in a college cheer nationals routine. Five, the way they portrayed competitive high school cheer made no sense. Hashtag, maybe it's different. (laughs) So thank you, Carly. Thanks, Carly. Also, shouts out to Carly, who we had a wonderful time with. Yeah, so we spent a day in San Francisco with Carly, and it was lovely. It was the best. Check out um, Kelsey's Instagram for a great boomerang of Carly wearing the most bonkers jean jacket we found in a vintage store ever. It's it's truly the best. It's also hashtag Claudia's Closet. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Kel sex with a Z. Just plug, plug, plug. It's wonderful. It's a delight. Um, so we have a tweet from mc at real mc and she says hashtag true 90s kids remember the montreal boys (laughs) (laughs) which it's not a question but brings me so much joy the montreal boys are always gonna make me laugh (laughs) she also spelled boys with three z's which i feel like is the only way way to spell it (laughs) it's the only way to spell the montreal boys if we ever start a band it's going to be called the montreal boys yes 100 percent um we also got an email from Nicole. The subject line is cuckoo bananas for the pod. And she, t- I feel like, I guess I'll read most of it. I love your off topic personal anecdotes, your psychological analysis of Jay's desire for friendship, and of course, your intense hatred of Peter. He is garbage. No wonder his girlfriends always leave him for the CW. I'm looking forward to when he becomes addicted to crystal meth for literally one episode. Good times. Um, and then she also told us that she found a 2005 New York Times article that is literally called OMG, I love Ellie and Ashley. Craig is totally hot with like four T's. Degrassi is the T-H-A best teen TV N, the, the letter N, duh, world, all caps, no O. Like what the actual fuck? Um the writer makes a timely Avril Lavigne reference and calls Ashley a priss and a killjoy, which made me laugh. In the article, they interview Degrassi writer who describes Manny as the id, Emma as the ego, and Ashley as the superego, which I thought was a pretty accurate assessment of the characters. I went and read this article and it was amazing. You guys should all look it up. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Also, yeah, that is a very correct assessment of what these people are. Oh, totally. And then she also says, I feel like I need to defend Frankie a little so that you guys don't immediately hate her when she shows up in season 13. She is sheltered and often very ignorant because she comes from a privileged background. Her father is the mayor, to which I say, is it the mayor that Liberty's dad knows? I think so. (laughs) Who is to say? I don't know. How often do they have their elections? Who knows? But she is generally a sweet person because she usually tries to do the right thing. It's very jarring when she fucks up so badly with her racist prank and subsequent non-apology. I actually think it's a good thing that they gave the racism plotline to a quote-unquote good character because it shows that casual racism doesn't manifest itself as overt hatred, but rather as subtle, deeply ingrained prejudices. Frankly, as Frankie is a complicated character in a very well well done plotline. Anyway, I'm really excited for you guys to get to next class. It is indeed very quote unquote woke. <laughs> I also can't remember if you guys have discussed this already, but which Hogwarts houses do you think the main characters belong in? 
So, holy, first of all, there are so many main characters, but I guess we can do like OG Degrassi. Yeah, and we can just, yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, so. Hmm. Emma. Gryffindor. Really? Yeah. 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 I mean, she's not a likable Gryffindor, no. but she's still definitely a Gryffindor. Yeah. She's always on a mission. Mm-hmm. She wants to do, yeah, she wants to be the hero. Manny? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to go Hufflepuff. Um, Toby Ravenclaw? Yeah. Yeah. JT's a Gryffindor. Or a Hufflepuff. Where would you put JT? I'd put JT in Hufflepuff. Yeah. Hufflepuff. Liberty's a Ravenclaw. That is for sure. Or Liberty is a Slytherin. Ooh. No. Liberty's totally a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. She's very ambitious. Liberty's a Slytherin. Paige is a Slytherin. Paige is, yeah, totally. Uh, Alex is a Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> totally. Uh, Jimmy Gryffindor? Yeah, Jimmy's Gryffindor for sure. Spinner's a Hufflepuff. Hazel is a Slytherin. Oh, totally. Terry's a Hufflepuff. Or is she a Gryffindor? I feel like she could go either way. I feel like she's more... She is too modest to be a Gryffindor. You know? I get that. She's not showy. Yeah. Um, Uh, Ashley? Sean. We haven't done Sean. Oh. Gryffindor? Gryffindor? Yeah. I would put put Sean in Gryffindor. Did we do Ashley yet? No. That's who I was going to... I was like, we haven't done Ashley. I'm going to say Ravenclaw. Mm. Or Slytherin. I was going to maybe say Slytherin. Self-preservation. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We can do that. Craig. I don't... Slytherin? Maybe. Yeah, he's very Mm self-interested. We have almost no Ravenclaws. It's just Toby. And Liberty. No, Liberty's Liberty's Slytherin. Slytherin. I know. We don't really have any Ravenclaws. What about Mr. Simpson? Um, I'd, I'd say he's a Gryffindor or a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Like my soul says yeah. Hufflepuff, but my brain says Gryffindor. Or maybe the other way around. He's a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. I can't decide. Totally. Spike is a Gryffindor. Oh, totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Joey? Hufflepuff? Yeah, I'd go with Hufflepuff or Slytherin. Maybe more Hufflepuff, though. I feel like he's more family-oriented, although that doesn't make you not a Slytherin. Yeah, if anything, it makes you more of a Slytherin. Are we out of people? I think we might be out of people that are, like, fairly OG people. Yeah. Marco, we haven't done Marco. Oh, my God. Or Ellie. Um, Marco. Marco might be Ravenclaw. I was going to actually give him Gryffindor. Yeah. Gryffindor or Ravenclaw? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give Ellie, Ellie Ra- might be Ra- Ravenclaw. Yeah, Raven. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Ellie, Ravenclaw, Marco, Gryffindor. Yeah. I think that's everybody. I think that's everybody. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That was really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have any other tweets? <laughs> I do have more tweets. We've got tweets. Um, tweets for days. Tweets on tweets on tweets. I have to unlock my phone. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so we have a bunch from Allegra because she <laughs> just she frequently tweets at us. She tweets at us and just brings me joy. 
so here are three that are unrelated, um, but they're all from at Allegra Baker. Ship I Wish Happened, Craig and Marco. Same. Oh, I can't believe we yeah. left that one know, out. We're so it. dumb. Um, what would Degrassi do without Jay, their default douchey scumbag who knows all the shady people in Toronto? <laughs> Just be good forever, I yeah. guess. Or it'd be boring. It would be very boring. Um, no, they would maybe have to like hook up with Lakehurst people to find the shady people because it yeah. sounds like they're just up to their eyeballs in like goons who are also <laughs> dorks. I don't know. Um, right up Jay's alley. Right up Jay's alley. And then her last one. Uh, Jay is excited for Sean to have a baby because that's a new potential <laughs> friend. <laughs> Truth, <laughs> which made me so happy because <laughs> it's so true it's so true so you'd be like i'm the godfather right <laughs> unconditional love i can hang out with this person oh jay i love you we'll do little high fives um all right so we have an email from cody um and the subject line is i have clearly failed you and it, she says Hello, loves. So I'm listening to the season six, episode 16 episode with the alt country conversation. And I feel as if I have seriously failed you both as a friend. I will remedy this now. So alt country is a genre that essentially country music that is not mainstream, which considering mainstream country right now is just pop music with a guitar and some twang means that alt country typically lends a bit closer to country roots. It also has more room for a liberal bent than modern mainstream country. So here's a small primer of alt-country artists worth checking out. First and foremost, Brandi Carlisle, my amazing lesbian songstress. She speaks to my soul and has inspired more than one of my books. And she linked to songs Raise Hell, The Story, which we'll have heard from Grey's Anatomy, The Eye, and Looking Out. I've not listened to any of these, but I will. Don't worry, Cody. Um, next I have to point to the civil wars. Tragically, they are no more, but they left us with some great songs. I actually really like the civil wars. The one that got away poison and wine devil's backbone are the songs she recommends. And then I, I know who Brandy Carlisle is, but I probably, and I probably have heard her songs, but I could not name one of them. Um, and I don't know who the civil wars are. Uh, shit, I'm running late. Okay, a quicker list of a few more. Sturgill Simpson, Lucinda Williams, Ryan Adams, his alt-rock, alt-country covers of Taylor Swift's 1989 album are my fave. Holland and I have opinions on that. I hate that album. So do I. With a fiery passion, mainly because I don't really care for Taylor Swift. But also, when... There's a person in my office, Kelsey's former office, who would play that album on fucking repeat all day, all the time, like Constantly. every day and constant. And to the, now, whenever he tries to put it on again, I immediately I'm like, nope, clear. No, we can't. I can't listen to stupid Ryan Adams singing Welcome to New York to me one more time. I'm going to murder somebody. I can't. I can't put that album. This is not an affront on your taste. You just did not work in that office. Yeah, it's... I can't ever listen to it, it ever I, again. It, I hate it. It gives me, like, flashbacks. I hate it so much. Um. Anyway, she also says, Jason Isbell, Elizabeth Cook, Nico Case. As I said, this is just a primer, and it's mostly to ease my deep guilt that I have known you all for a few months and somehow still not introduced you to the world that is all country. Much love. So thank you, Cody. <laughs> I mean, I like the Civil Wars. I don't know those other ones, but I feel like I'd like it. Like, I don't dislike country music. 
I'm not big on country, but I I mean, I like some country. Also, a lot of the country that I like is like from my childhood, Shania Twain and Faith Hill and the you Dixie Chicks, of end that. of list. <laughs> I, I kind of like all country. I don't know. I like a lot of country. I feel like I would actually probably like alt country because it's not, it sounds like it's not as twangy. It sounds more like it's like more folky. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah, I like that too. All right. So we've been schooled. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Thanks, Cody. Um, we got a tweet from Caitlin um, in regards to our mean Holland's just high school lives. Um, and I think this was a response to one of <laughs> Holland's things. And just said, <laughs> it just says leadership club sounds fake AF, which I agree. I it's feel not like fake. I'm like, it sounds fake, though. It sounds like you made it up. I know it's real, but it doesn't sound. I it. have been aware of leadership club since middle school. Um, so we also got an email from Daniel Craig. Um and his his uh, subject line is Twitter can't put baby in a hundred and forty character corner, um, and you know it's a long email, but I'm just gonna read it all because I'm pretty sure it's great. Um, and he says it's your new fit, it's your new fan Daniel who unfortunately for you revived my Twitter account since listening to your podcast. I love the podcast and just find it so rewarding and reassuring that your views on the show are the voice of reason that most of us share. I apologize if this is random and long, but I just wanted to send a list of my concerns and thoughts on Degrassi having recently binged the entire show. Until Winston, season 12, Degrassi has had three Asian characters briefly appear and disappear without any mention. Are they killing off Asian kids at Degrassi? Yeah, they don't have... Like, it's like Kendra. And... I literally can't think of anyone else. Sav... And Allie. That's it. Yeah. Right? Oh, and fucking Friendship Club Girl. What's her name? Kim? Kim, yeah. And I guess Linus, technically. Yeah. But, yeah, like, not Kim a- disappears. Kendra disappears. Kendra, who had many lines and was a girlfriend, and disappears. Was- and was Spinner's sister. <laughs> also that. Oh, and Miss Kwan. Queen Kwan. Queen Kwan's there. Yeah, but yeah, not a lot of representation. Um, all right. Also, almost every gay guy in the show has curly hair at some point. Does Degrassi use this as a clue for those who missed earlier episodes? And JT wasn't the first or last character to do the over-the-top offensive gay impersonation. It started in the original series in an episode dealing with AIDS. So Degrassi doesn't learn from its mistakes, it seems. Yikes. Oh, boy. Um, did Tim have curly hair? No. Tim looks like a generic emo boy. Yeah. Um, I had a theory that Drake, JT's ginger killer, <laughs> died in prison, but privately sent a heartfelt letter to Jimmy, apologizing and asking for forgiveness for killing JT in a poem before he died, and that when Jimmy starts rapping in the show, he starts to summon the spirit of Drake, and he eventually leaves and takes the persona on in real life. That's my favorite. This is a very good theory. Oh, my God. 
Um, the kids of Degrassi joined the school because it is secretly a government experiment that examines teens with accelerated body systems. Hence, why girls get pregnant instantly after one sexual encounter, why anyone who drinks will get drunk, vomit, and start to get a hangover within the space of 15 minutes, and also why anyone with previously undiagnosed conditions will pass years of development on and face every symptom and will be cured in under a day. <laughs> I mean, the... To make sense of the logic of the show, that works. Absolutely. It's a good theory. Um, When Emma moves to college, Snake's godson moves in and joins the school, and at no point do they explain why he moved in and who his parents were. That annoyed me. That's the only reason I mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) That is fair. Um, Out of Marco or Spinner, who do you feel went through the most amount of shit hairstyles? Spinner. Spinner, obviously. Spinner went through a whole weird evolution of hairstyles. Do all the cool rock guys have bipolar? Craig and Eli. We haven't met Eli yet. We know nothing about Eli, but maybe. Maybe. They say that creativity often stems from mental illness. That is true. So there you Um, go. Sean was also. But also is not a valid excuse to not take your medication, homies. Seriously. Um, Sean was awesome, but he wore so much denim in the beginning, but I ask if they call all an all denim ensemble, a Canadian tuxedo at Degrassi in Canada, is it just called the tuxedo or do Canadians have another name for it? I feel like they don't just call it a tuxedo (laughs) because they also have tuxedos, right? They might just say denim on denim on denim on denim on denim. Canadian listeners, or we have, who is our Canadian listener who reached out to us? Tell us if it is... Just call it a tuxedo if you call it a Canadian tuxedo. I don't know. Canada. Hashtag maybe it's different. <laughs> Degrassi seems to make the Christian characters instantly hateable. Is that just me or potentially a subtle ploy by them to rebel against religious types? No, every all of their religious people are fucking dicks, which is unfortunate. Uh, no, Marco is regularly That's like, true. I'm Catholic. That's true. Besides Marco. Um... Sorry for the long email, but one email can save a thousand tweets, so now a good chunk of my thoughts are unloaded. I just wanted to finish with a fun game of fuck, marry, and kill with you two. For your three options as Toby, Rick, and season one spinner. Thanks for making a great show for the listeners, and I started late, but you got me hooked now. So Toby, Rick, season one spinner. That was First of all, that was a very nice email. Thank you Thank very you. much, Daniel. Um, second of all, why are you trying to ruin my life with this fuck, marry, kill? I'm going to kill Rick. Yeah, duh. The thing with like making it season one spinner is that you are asking me to commit a crime. (laughs) I feel like maybe it's just like his personality in essence, but hopefully in an adult man's body. Okay. In that case, I'm just going to, I'm going to fuck season one spinner and marry Toby because at least Toby has the opportunity for growth. Yeah, I'm going to do that, too. Because if Spinner is forever If he's forever season one Spinner, then I'm just, yeah, just want to fuck him once and be done with it. Just get it over with. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Sneak out in the middle of the night. (laughs) Do we have more tweets? We do have more tweets. Oh, my God. This is 25 minutes long. It's fine. This is why we're doing a separate episode, because we're, like, not even close to being done with the emails, by the way. Oh, my God. I really, like, I really narrowed down our tweets, too. Okay. So we have from Lee Matt at Melomatic. Always thought the Palix ship got the shaft. Get together. Break up two eps later. Repeat. Why can't Alex be happy, Degrassi? This is especially prevalent, because we just did the 
um, the Alex, last episode. Yeah, the final Alex episode. And they did. They, they like, there was so much potential for it to be really good, and they just would not let them be happy. I know. So annoying. I also want to shout out to Mal, who... Uh, commented on a bunch of our vacation Instagrams. Oh, yeah. Was giving us San Francisco recommendations. Um, Which, so thank thank you. you. We had a great time. We'll be back. Yeah. Um, all right. And so we have another email from Caitlin. And she it's she says, going to just share some thoughts. You ladies are fun. And because why the fuck not? I'm just going to share some daily thoughts I had today about Degrassi. To preface, I work at a makeup store. It's a thing. So it's a thing I pay attention to. Why don't they have better makeup on the show? I feel it is lackluster. Who the fuck let Cassie Steele have those bangs slash mullet? Like, I fucking hope she get talked to. Like, girl, no, you are not a roadie for the runaways. <laughs> Why so much bronzer all the time? Why so many girls in actually nice high, in actually nice high heels? And yet everyone has false lashes? Fucking endless questions about that. Also, Drake used to get in hella trouble for not getting regular haircuts, I guess. Whatever. Cassie Steele is still super hot. Do you either of you, do either one of you listen to her music? Because it's actually not bad. Very 1970s CBGB vibe. I made my friend watch the reunion episode and she just went, why does Craig always look homeless? To which her follow-up was, that's how I knew I was a lesbian when I never had a crush on Craig, which fair Degrassi waking up all the queers. O'Grady was the fucking best. I just remember the episode with the doe eyes and the one where people would randomly forget what they were doing and just walk away. Um, Dakota update. Our governor signed a bill allowing concealed carry sans permit. So pray for me. Also, yes, my hometown had a weird rivalry with the town over. My friends went to their football games planning to jump them or whatever the fuck. And they got jumped first. One kid from my town went to the hospital because they hit him with their car. Whatever. He bounced back. Oh, my Dakota God. Slash rule Minnesota update over. Bye. Stay fly. Fucking Dakotas. Or, and Minnesota, I guess. And we're all Minnesota. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Caitlin. Thanks, Caitlin. So many things. We love you. Uh, tweets? Uh, yes. Sorry. I just found a really good meme and it distracted me. Um, but I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm here reading the tweets, all the tweets. Never paying attention. Never paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny. I'll show it to you in a minute. All right. Um, Gloria at Gloria tweets said, I like how one of y'all Kelsey question mark. Yes, it was me. Was like, I miss tracker. It's always me who misses tracker. You guys. (laughs) Bobo Chris Martin from Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna just you know what's his name Trey Atwood Light. I'm always gonna miss Tracker. And she says that she remembered that Skinny would have gotten along great with Jay, which yeah, yeah, totally. they could have been buddies. I mean, Skinny maybe would have robbed Jay, but I feel like Jay <laughs> would not have let him get away with it. Yeah. Also, I don't know if Jay really has that much he could have robbed. No. So I don't know if Skinny would have seen the value in Jay, but Jay <laughs> would have seen the value in a new friend. <laughs> With some sweet drum skills. Yeah. She also suggested that we try to find the Montreal boys on our next vacation, which. Maybe. Maybe one day. It will not be an anniversary vacation because Canada in April is not my idea of a good time. (laughs) Maybe we'll go for like 4th of July or something. Totally. I mean, it won't be a holiday there, but we'll have like time off. Yeah. Um, Um, I think I have my. I think that's all the tweets. So we're back to emails. So we got not one but two Jaisal fan fictions, Jay and Hazel. Should I just read them since we're already doing this grapevine thing? 
I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. So the first one is from Kirsten. Um, and she wrote us a Jaisal fan fiction that I'm going to read for you. Hazel sat uncomfortably on a log in the ravine, clutching tightly to the purse slung over her shoulder. This wasn't her scene. Hell, this wasn't Paige's scene. Not until she met Alex. Sure, Hazel and Alex had their differences in the past, and Hazel had done her best not to judge Alex just because she was brought up in a sketchy neighborhood around sketchy people. But Hazel still clung to her prejudices. After all, her thoughts weren't exactly something she could control. It was the night before graduation, and Paige and Hazel were spending their time like this, in a dirty cesspool filled with all the rejects they had made fun of for years. Many of the kids passing Hazel had been victims of the fashion police stunt that Hazel had taken part of in her earlier days, and it was apparent from the way they glared at her that they hadn't forgotten how shallow Hazel had made herself out to be. It was clear from the stares that they threw her way that she wasn't exactly welcome, and as much as Hazel wanted to see these people as unwelcoming villains, villains, the more she examined herself, she realized she wasn't really a victim in this situation. Here she was at the graduation party sitting alone with her arms crossed, staring anyone down who dared come near her. Meanwhile, Paige had situated herself on a beat-up couch that was bound to have some strain of bed bugs with her legs draped across Alex's lap and a beer in hand. Sure, she hadn't taken a single sip of the beer and Hazel knew she wasn't going to, but she was being accepted into the group, at least to some degree. People were laughing at her jokes and Alex was looking at her with starry eyes. Paige always seemed to be able to charm people wherever she went, and Hazel was always the one at the sidelines. But graduation was tomorrow, and after that she'd be living her own life outside of Degrassi. It was time to stop playing Paige's sidekick and start taking charge and figuring out who Hazel Aden was. She stood from the uncomfortable log she situated herself on and stomped over to the nearest keg with purpose. Fill me up, she said, not even looking up from the silver contraption in front of her. Do I, look, look, do I look like one of your servants, princess? A familiar voice spoke, handing her an empty cup. It was Jay Hogart, of course. Fill yourself up, he said. She bit her lip, trying her best not to abandon her mission before it had even started. She wanted to insult Jay with all of her heart. She wanted to make a comment on his gross jersey that was three sizes too big and his weird backwards hat, but she stopped herself. She remembered the starry-eyed look Alex had given Paige. She wanted people to look at her like that. So she needed to adjust herself, just like Paige had. Hi, Jay, she started. Can you please fill my cup with beer? I don't know how to use one of these things. I know you're not going to drink beer, he said, taking a sip of his drink, leaving a foamy mustache above his lip. So don't waste good cheap beer like Queen Bee over there. He gestured to Paige, who still hadn't sipped anything from her cup. What do you want? A couple of people brought some other junk that we put in the back. A couple of us were planning on keeping it and making some jungle juice later. Wine coolers, coconut rum, that sort of fruity shit. All you have to do is be nice to me, and I'll smuggle in whatever you want. Where's the back? We're literally in the middle of the woods, Hazel remarked. Damn, you actually have a personality, princess. I'd always seen you as Paige's little drone. Hazel rolled her eyes. She didn't need to put up with this. She was graduating tomorrow, and then she'd never have to be known as Paige Michaelchuk's sidekick again. She was leaving, whether Paige was coming with her or not. She turned on her heels and began to storm off when Jay grabbed her wrist. Wait. You're going to have to let go of me before I call the cops and shut this entire operation down. Hazel didn't have time for Jay's games. She, was, she barely knew him outside of being a jerk and being part of the reason Jimmy got shot, and she wasn't going to let him insult her and grab her with his, grimy, or with his grimy mechanic hands. Did Paige give you a ride? He questioned. 
He knew the answer was yes because he saw them pull up together earlier and asked Alex what the hell they were doing at this party. Hazel considered saying no, but there was something in Jay's tone that screamed that he already knew the answer. Yeah, she drove me. And do you see her detaching herself from Alex long enough to drive you home? No. So how are you planning to get out of here? Jay asked. Everyone else around here is wasted, so even if you ask around for a ride, you're not going to find someone who would pass a DUI test. What's your plan, Hazy? Hazel cringed at that nickname. Don't call me that. Jay shrugged and gave her a grin, alerting her that he knew she wasn't going to react like that. So, your grand plan? He asked again while dropping his empty cup on the ground and stomping on it, adding to the whole trashy look of the ravine. I don't know. What do you want me to say my plan is? Hazel asked reluctantly. Although Jay was being surprisingly pleasant, she still didn't know what his intentions were, so she was trying to be cautious. Well, I want you to say your plan is to stick with me for the rest of the night. I think I'm the least drunk person here, and I'm probably going to be the only one around here that isn't going to judge you for the way you treated people in high school. You tended to treat these fine people like they were less than, but little Jay here knows that people change, and I'm willing to give you a chance, Hazy. How about it? One rule. What? Don't call me Hazy. And that's it. It was so good. <laughs> so good. Um, do we want to read the other one at the end of this or do we want to just go right into it? We can jump back to the other one maybe after a couple other emails. Yeah, if that's you, good. Maybe you can read the next one if you wanted to. Yeah, instead <laughs> of uh, reading New York Times articles about miss- missile strikes. Can I? She's never paying attention to me. Are you reading it now or are we reading a different email? I'm going to read a different email. Okay. <laughs> I need your phone though because I'm not open to our email. I'm I'm open to New York Times and uh, my crippling depression. She's going to read the same fan fiction that I just read because she wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> I listen. I you also were reading the New York Times. <laughs> I know, but I still could hear you. You're <laughs> sitting next to me and I read that fan fiction before already and I remember it well okay it was delightful. it was so good Kirsten thank you it was really good um I'm not gonna read the same thing you opened up a new email for me <laughs> that was never a danger I'd have to physically go back and read it again I would not be surprised if you did <laughs> Holland hates me <laughs> all right just want to be heard <laughs> I listen all the time. (laughs) My listening skills are top notch. (laughs) Here we go. We have an email from Sandra Sanchez. Sandra Sanchez. I work with someone named Sandra, and so I stopped calling people Sandra, and I'm like, that's not normally how it's pronounced. It's normally Sandra. Anyway. Sandra, Sandra, Andrea, Andrea, who knows? Who knows? Actually, I think she's told us before that it's Sandra. Okay. Anyway. School dance stories, blah, high school, the worst, is the, is the subject. <laughs> Agreed. Um, she just says, hi, queens. Hope you're doing well. Thank you. We are. We're, we're <laughs> struggle busing right now, but we're doing, we're doing okay. Um, she says, listening to the new episode on the Metro right now on my way to work and listening to y'all talk about high school dances took me down memory lane. In high school, we had a lot of dances. Maybe not like Holland school, but they were there. So it's like a comfortable mixture between our two high schools. Um, She says, I used to date guys who lived in the county next to mine, Fairfax, and I would go to their homecomings and they would go to mine. 
My sophomore year, I went to homecoming with this kid, Alex, who I'm still friends with, but at the time we liked each other. But long story short, he liked me more than I liked him. Girl, I know that life. That homecoming, I wore this cute navy blue dress and we dyed his mohawk the same color and it was badass. It sounds badass, <laughs> but we ended up making out with other people since I kind of rejected him at homecoming. Oh boy. Oh boy. That sounds like, that a, sounds, so that sounds like a story. Um, I'm really enjoying the mohawk thing. I also went to prom all four years. The first year was with my friend Anton, who liked me more than a friend. He tried kissing me at homecoming and asked me out, and it was the worst. <laughs> I pretended to fall asleep in the limo so we didn't have to talk. <laughs> That's, yep, I get that. Uh, the next year, I went with my friend Tyler, who was gay, but this girl, Megan, loved him, and it was very weird because he ended up taking both of us. That kind of sucked, but was slightly better. Um... Then my junior year, I went with my high school sweetheart, Barf. Uh, That's her saying that, not me. I'm not commenting. Uh, He's the fucking worst girl. I know that life. Anyways, we went and it was okay. My senior year, I didn't want to go at all. My sweetheart and I already broke up and the person I wanted to go with couldn't go with me because his parents hated me. His parents caught us sexting and well, yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Um, but my friends and ex got me to go. So I went with my ex and it was the worst and I regret doing that. Blah. I mean, I regret most of my high school. So girl, same. Um, I've had okay dance experiences, but overall I wish they were better. Also, y'all should host a meetup in New York. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice idea. We're just, we're, I don't think we're, we're not popular enough to have a live show and I'm not, I don't know. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're at that place. And I, I feel like a meetup. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Also, like, you guys are pretty spread out. Yeah, I don't know how many people are even in New York. But we will cons- we will keep it in mind. <laughs> I mean, if, if we gained some popularity, we would maybe, like, consider, like, doing a live show or something. But at, at this time, you know, there's, like, a handful of you and you are spread out across the world. Yeah, but thank you for that amazing email about school dances. I know I could talk you about school dances for had days. A much more eventful high school experience than I did. <laughs> I feel like we were maybe similar levels of exciting. I don't know. I don't know your life. I just know that you dated a man with a mohawk, and that is something I can identify with. <laughs> um, we have another email from Kirsten, who whose fan fiction I just read. Um, and she says, hey, Queens, I was hoping you could do something for the fans who are looking forward to next class since you said it'd be still be two years until we get to it. I'm definitely sticking around because it's definitely one of my favorite. Po- OK, now I'm just like reading compliments. I was hoping you could maybe look at this photo. She attached a photo. I guess we can post it on our Instagram so you guys can see what we're talking about. Um, and maybe look up the gallery shots that exist somewhere and analyze the characters on the pot there. It's a photo of next class people. It's like a next class cast photo. She wants us to analyze it and just like think what would happen to these characters literally based on appearance alone. Um, So let's do it. I will post this photo on our Instagram and on our Twitter, I guess. Um, So you know who we're talking about. So I guess we'll just start from the left. There is an ethnically ambiguous kid wearing a button up bund all the way up to his co- like his Adam's apple. He's standing very awkwardly. 
I feel like he's like an uptight goody two shoes like kind of guy. He does look like a liberty type. I think it's just all the buttons and yeah. he's standing very straight, but not because he's still a teenager. Yeah. But he's wearing like dress pants <laughs> and like a belt. Yeah. And his shirt is tucked in. He, yeah, he looks Liberty-esque, um, but like could maybe get corrupted by somebody. I don't know. He's standing next to a girl wearing a dress with pockets. She's also standing kind of weird, but she looks very not excited about life. She just like looks like she's like, okay, I'm here. Um, um, she's way too matchy and her wedges are too tall for a girl who's like in high school. She looks like opinion. she might be kind of prissy a little bit. She looks like she might be like she wants to be Paige, but probably isn't at that level. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Behind her, I think I we know this guy is Tristan. I think he was like the class president. Yeah, we already He's know that guy. Bitchy, yeah, we kind of like him. I like him, too. We already yeah. know that guy. Um, he's kind of tightly wound behind like next to him behind dress girl is a pretty man I guess is that the pretty flannel man from before who like dates the other guy no I think that's that's he's like further down um this guy looks kind of he looks normal he looks normal oh he's wearing weird boots um, oh, so maybe he's like meant to be like kind of hardcore. He might be kind of like bad boyishy, but like okay. not that bad boy. I guess I don't know. I can't tell. Um, the guy behind him is wearing a very large hat. He looks like. He looks I thought fun. that was an afro for a minute. <laughs> oh, is it not? No, I think you're right. I, no, think, I think it's, it's just the hat. hat. <laughs> um, Can you zoom in? Yeah. He looks like he cares a lot about he puts a lot of effort into his look he's stylish and he looks happy yeah and then next to him is a girl with like red hair and glasses she looks like kind of ellie-ish but not as emo if that makes sense I think and it's, it's not just because she has red hair really i think it's just the hair she looks like she might be like smart girl like nerdy girl yeah i think she's like a nerd girl yeah um the girl underneath her in the hijab is she serving looks looks fucking bad like she looks like she is the queen bee or like she has a secret she looks like like i said serving looks she is kind of amazing she looks like a model Mm -hmm. she has her like hand under her chin and her legs crossed and she looks like she might stir up some trouble but like, and, but like in the best way possible. In the best way. I already love her. I don't know who she is. Um, but next, she is looking like her eyes are looking through my soul. <laughs> next to fun hat guy is a guy wearing a scarf. He Pass. looks like he, <laughs> he also looks like he might be wearing eyeliner, but that could also just be his eyelashes. Um. I feel like I remember. Was he like the guy who was dating Frankie and was like, oh, it's going to be okay. But also he looked like maybe like kind of on the wrong side of the tracksy. I truly don't remember. I don't but know. I'm so distracted like by the scarf. scarf. It's so bad. Um, what do you think about blonde girl? Blonde girl looks very happy. She looks, I don't know. She looks kind of boring. I don't know. I feel like I can't really sum that much up about her. She looks like she might be on the spirit squad. 
I have no opinion. I have of no, this no. Girl. I, she looks kind of vanilla. I don't know. Behind her is Tiny. I remember well, we've Tiny. already met. We I like his is. afro pick in his no afro. But okay, he doesn't have an afro pick. He just has a streak on his head. It's like dyed. Oh, I thought it was an afro pick. I thought it was something sticking out because there's a thing on the wall behind him that kind of matches the color. Oh <laughs> no, I think it's like a streak through his hair. It is um, a streak through his hair. I was like, this is confusing. Um. Next to blonde girl and kind of like below tiny is an Asian girl who also she looks very put together and very maybe Holly J ish. This girl. No, I I don't know. I think she looks very happy. I think she might be friends with blonde girl. Oh, maybe. I don't know. She looks a little more type A. Blonde girl looks very low key. That's true. Blonde girl looks like she could play like dawn on yeah, a, a made for tv club. like movie of the yes. babysitters club um next to tiny is a dude with curly hair and a jean jacket if we've learned anything from that email with daniel he's gay i don't know i don't know yeah <laughs> i don't know he looks kind of goofy he looks maybe like class clowny oh yeah good call um next to asian girl is an asian guy with glasses he looks nice. He looks like a nice boy. I don't know. That's all I really got. He looks like a nice boy. He's cute. Yeah. He's got glasses. Behind him, I think, is Tristan's boyfriend guy. Right. He's wearing a polo. I don't know. He's just so pretty. He's so handsome. Next- I think there's a teacher also, so we're skipping her. I don't think that's a teacher. No? Is she just like an adult <laughs> woman hanging out with these children? She's got like short curly hair. Her like arm is up. I don't know. She looks like maybe Artie, like an Artie girl. I don't know. I don't know. She's wearing those Timberlands that have heels for some reason. I have no idea. Um, Next to Glasses Boy is a girl wearing a jean dress. She looks very goody. Two shoes, maybe. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I have no opinion. I like her dress. I like her braids. To me, she says, like, I don't know. These all seem like just like normal humans. They all look so nice. Yeah, um, they all just seem like nice people. Is a blue hair girl who I'm assuming we might know be that. pink hair girl. Yeah, we know Lola. her. Lola. We know her already. We know her. She's fine by me. I think this girl in the, like, I think that's Frankie. Dress, I think that's Frankie. Yeah, so we know her. And then next to her is... Oh, it's the nose ring girl nose who I thought was girl. really cool. Yeah, she seems cool. And then next to her is some guy with very angular features. He looks like a rich douchebag guy. He does, and he's beautiful. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. And that's everybody. Oh, my God. I'm dropping my phone on the computer. Um. Also, that's- his shoes are way too shiny. Oh, my God. Very shiny shoes. Um. And that's, that's our... Uh, assessment hopefully i don't know what you guys are gonna do with that i feel like we were like they all look so nice (laughs) well they do um all right the we also got (laughs) some quick emails from caitlin Uh, okay so email one from caitlin 
uh, in quotes, sweet with Sega tail. <laughs> Same. All caps, drug dealers whose names I don't even know. I can't. These minis are going to get me. I had to pull over my car. Thank you. Uh, the last mini's motto should be, my love is as strong as a tattoo done on my chest with a Sharpie. <laughs> what if you do the minis drunk? Okay, bye. Well, we've already recorded a bunch of the minis, but maybe for we season two, we'll season do ones. drunk. Maybe yeah. we'll do drunk minis. She also sent us an amazing Photoshop <laughs> of Sean's head on Donald Duck's body. <laughs> it's really janky, but I love it so much. It is a goddamn delight and then how about we end it with amethyst beloved also wrote us a jazel fan fiction so um kelsey why don't you read this one and what about you huh jay asked in a cocky tone are you looking forward to those inevitable rumors about you and Paige? is that how you want to be remembered hazel was still having a hard time processing the what the grungy creep standing in front of her was trying to say his ex-girlfriend was kissing her bestie, something didn't add up. A part of her felt betrayed. As she continued to nurse her broken heart after leaving Jimmy, a part of her took comfort in the fact that at least she and Paige could be single together. She needed her now more than ever. Another part of her was pissed. She was Paige's best friend. They swore they would never keep anything from each other, and if this queen bee was going to start living a double life, then it was only fair for Hazel to follow suit. Without thinking of the consequences, Hazel clamped her hands on Jay's shoulders and lunged forward to capture his lips. Though he was taken off guard, it was for no more than a split second and he quickly wrapped his arms around her waist. It wasn't until he took control of the kick until he took control of the kiss and tried to coax his tongue into her mouth, of course, that <laughs> Hazel remembered Jay's notorious ravine reputation and pushed him away. Before he could topple over, she grabbed him by the collar and gave him a severe look in the eyes. This never happened. Jay Jay nodded and Hazel, this is why I don't read them. Jay nodded and Hazel quickly left before she did anything else that she would regret. It wasn't until she was at a safe distance that she allowed the smile to creep on her lips and a blush to color her face while she waited for her heart rate to go back to normal. As slimy as Jay was, that boy definitely knew how to kiss. And while pursuing him would be out of the question, their heated exchange was enough to completely wipe out the dull throbbing that had always been present after she broke up with Jimmy until just now. It looks like Paige wasn't the only one with a secret. So good! <laughs> Thank you, Amethyst Beloved. Um, but that those are all of the great fine things that we have. 51 minutes. This is why we needed to do a separate episode because you guys just sent us so many cool things we needed to talk about. But this would have added a literal hour to another episode. Like I said, nobody needs a two-hour episode where one hour is just us reading stuff. Yeah. So, and if you, and also if you don't care for the grapevine segment, you can just skip over this episode if you want. Like, you do you, whatever, guys. <laughs> um, although if you made it this far, then it's a little too late for that. Um, and thanks for listening. But that is all that we have for today. So if you would like to be featured on future grapevine segments, possibly their own episodes. Depending um, on how out of hand things get. Yeah. Then you can um, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Degrassi Pod. We're on Tumblr, whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. And you can email us at whateverittakespodcast.gmail.com. Um, and as far as listening to the show, you can find us on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes. And if you're already on iTunes, if you can rate, review, and subscribe, that would be awesome. And if you leave us a review, 
we will make up a Degrassi fan fiction for you on the spot, which is always a fun thing for us to do. Um, But that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening, Panthers. Goodbye. Bye, Panthers. Panthers.